Welcome to Even Feel, the sports podcast that puts women first. I'm Josie. I'm here with Amber as always. Hello. Um, and today is kind of a special volleyball episode. Yeah, definitely volleyball heavy. Very big day uh, this week where, um, I mean, a world record. 92,003 people. It's insane. I fully admit I saw them play on Sunday against my alma mater, SMU. Packed house, felt electric. But Volleyball Day in Nebraska, which really should be Volleyball Day in America. It really should. um, Is a whole other thing. Yeah, it was um, (laughs) next level. I, I, I can't log on to any social media platform without seeing something about it. And it happened now, what, two days ago. So that's kind of like long living for sports when there's stuff going on all the time. Especially for women's sports. Yeah. When yeah. football is high or college football is kicking off. When Nebraska opened. Yes. Last night. On a Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's been crazy. Um, not going to lie. I like tear up every time I see a post on Instagram because I'm such a wimp. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they're always also nice. And there's like all these people that are from you can tell from their accents. They're from different parts of the U.S. Like just breaking down the history of Nebraska volleyball and like. I don't know why it's emotional for me because I'm a Minnesota fan, but like. But still, I mean, it's it's a massive step for women's sports and for all the detractors who anytime something amazing happens in women's sports, they say, but nobody cares about women's sports. It's like, really? Really? Yeah. And that light show they put on, I feel like was better than they do for football. Like they went all out for this. Yeah. That's awesome. And I, I know I had a friend who lives in Portland who's from Connecticut who saw, I think, a story that I had shared about the whole event and the record and everything. And she goes, oh, Nebraska likes volleyball? Yeah, Nebraska. So I sent the paragraph back. Nebraska loves volleyball. It is insane from, like, youth to mm-hmm. college, now to pro sport. Now to pro. Um, just, it's just a massive sport here. I know, like, the Creighton coach um, mm-hmm. for basketball was, like, Girls in Nebraska want to be volleyball players. They don't want to be basketball <laughs> players. Yes. Um, he was talking specifically about, like, how you recruit around that. But, mm-hmm. like, I thought that was super notable. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I know they talked to, they being the media, talked to Caitlin Clark of Iowa because they're having an outdoor basketball game oh in Kinnick Stadium. That'll be so good for them. And so they asked her response to the world record and everything. And I think it was the quote they used was, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was a little confused while they were talking to Kate and Clark about it, but then I remembered they're playing an outdoor game in Kinnick, which that would make sense. I also had forgotten about that because of the blind side of Mm -hmm. all the people in red. That was a big sea of red. Yes, that Um, was. It was It's cool that they were playing. And your family went, right? Yeah, my fiance and my son went. um, They had a pretty good time. They only stayed for the first two sets because my son is, is younger. Um, and they kind of went to get out of there, but mm-hmm. he, he got pizza, he got water, <laughs> he got a magnet. He awesome. was, he, he had a good time. That's cool. And my fiance was also there. <laughs> I, think, I think he had a good time too, but he was definitely watching the kid. Right. Right. <laughs> Understandable. But yeah, no, they thought it was phenomenal. And it was good volleyball. It was really good volleyball. There were lots of long rallies. Um, UNL looks really good. I know they got swept, but they looked really good. Um, we can talk about that more mm-hmm. later on in this podcast. Um, but the reason this is like, I mean, the world record is just crazy. Um, but they also introduced Omaha Supernovas. Yes. And 
we've already expressed our excitement about this. We have. Um, it seemed they. It was a very, very positive reaction. I think to them. Um, you were pretty lucky this week, though. Yeah, I really lucked out in that I was able to catch up with um, the Supernovas, Nia Reed and Tori Dixon. Um, they may be familiar names to a few of you who follow Big Ten volleyball. Um, one played at Penn State and one at Minnesota, mm-hmm. um, which is. Both great programs. <laughs> exactly. Both currently in the top 25. Yes. Uh, and they were all Americans there, et cetera, and so forth. Um, so, you know, we're going to be hearing from them today in our podcast and then also the rest of their teammates a lot heading into the season launching in February. But for now, we just wanted to let you all get to know them a little bit. So you're going to hear from them. Uh, they're going to introduce themselves, talk about playing pro in America and specifically Omaha. My name is Nia Reed. I'm an opposite spiker for the Supernova team. Uh, I graduated from Penn State University in 2018. I spent five years there, or five seasons there, um, and I played as an outside hitter. Uh, I've been playing professionally ever since 2018, and yeah, it's my first year playing at home, so I'm super excited to be a part of this team. My name is Tori Dixon. I'm from Burnsville, Minnesota. Um, I've played on the national team for about 10 years and have played overseas for the last 10 years, a really long time. And, um, yeah, I'm a middle blocker and I'm also just really excited for my first season in the States and to get rolling. You know, you're starting from nothing. There's that just didn't exist. So if you ask me like, no, I didn't think growing up, I would play professional volleyball. Like I learned about it in college. And then even when I started playing professionally, I just never thought that I would be able to play in the U.S. So like Nia, I'm just really excited that this opportunity came up towards the end of my career. You know, it'd be nice to, I don't know how many years I got left, but we got a few, (laughs) like one or two or three or something like that. But (laughs) yeah, going to end, (laughs) going to end here in the States for sure. And, you know, be able to play close to family and friends is, is everything. So I didn't even think I was good enough to play overseas because that was the kind of coach I had growing up. So I never really thought I'd get the opportunity to even play professionally. Um, but I gained the confidence. I played five years pro and I always thought, you know, I would come home at 30 and just that would be the end of my career because I didn't want to be overseas for so long. Um, but now having this opportunity, I'm thinking about prolonging my career as a professional athlete. So that's one thing I'm super excited about, just bringing volleyball to America. So when I found out that uh, Nebraska was one of the teams that were going to be in this league, I was like, oh, wow, like that gym is going to be packed. (laughs) And I only know that because, like you said, me and her both played in the Big Ten. Like coming and playing um, in Lincoln, it was nerve-wracking because all you saw was like a sea of red, and they put our family like all the way in the top bleacher section. So (laughs) we didn't have any fans close. So we lost every game home. (laughs) I mean, every game here. Um, But that just goes to show that Nebraska fans are crazy about the sport of volleyball. And that was you know, one of the big reasons I decided to come here. I heard Omaha and I'm like, I don't know what the league's going to be like. I don't know what the team's going to be like, but whatever happens, like I know Omaha is going to be very well supported and backed up by some crazy fans. So obviously if anything proves their point about Nebraska being the place to play volleyball, Wednesday really proved that. It really, really did. It was, I'm still like, I can't even, I watched it on TV I had to do the live updates for our uh, newspaper, or I guess online, um, because you don't get live updates in the newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For the online side of things here at Omaha World Herald, Um, and it was just, there was just so much, Mm -hmm. and it was just crazy. Um, 
I feel like we would do a bit of a disservice if we didn't talk about Omaha. I mean, everyone right. is so pumped for Nebraska volleyball, but they were playing Omaha, which is an in-state team. Yes. And UNO, I, yes, they are in the summit. Um, so they're not one of the like big power elite. Program. They're not one of the power or, programs, but they're so good, mm-hmm. especially in the summit. They have mm-hmm. just been so successful. They haven't made the tournament yet. They are going up against like USD, which has made the tournament. I don't know how many times. <laughs> um, and I said that as a USD grad, so right, yeah. But like they are so good, and they have such a difficult schedule. Oh my goodness! So I had a like sports centric weekend last weekend as a fan and then as a coach, but mostly as a fan, uh, I went to the UNO Texas A&M game and they lost one to three, but like they played so well. They were so competitive. I know it was an amazing game. Um, another supernovas plug. They had people who put down deposits or got their first round of season tickets. They gave us free tickets to the game, which was fantastic. Um, but they just had such a, a tough start schedule wise because Texas A&M, Kansas, who received votes in the poll, mm-hmm. um, Nebraska in a historic match. <laughs> Which, and Nebraska is number four right now in the nation. Like, they're so elite. Mm-hmm. Like, go to Instagram, find any <laughs> post about recapping the history of Nebraska, and you will see why they yes, are so elite. Exactly. Um, they have Kansas State next. Oh, which is going to be tough. Which is going to be tough. And then I believe Long Beach State, which is another tough volleyball team. Who just beat Texas, <laughs> yes. who was the preseason number one. Yes. And then they've got Creighton next week. Who's ranked. And Iowa State, who's received <laughs> votes. Yep. So they are definitely starting out hot, but... And their record does not reflect how well they're playing. No. I mean, I don't think you could watch that Nebraska-Omaha match and say that Omaha got rolled over. Right. They might have been swept, but Mm -hmm. they were in it the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, the the rallies were so long. Mm -hmm. And I think when you have long rallies, that really shows just, like, an elite team has an edge there. Yes. And I think that's just what happened. Yeah. And, I mean, you've got 90, well, I would say probably 90,000 of all of those fans were yeah Oscar fans uh-huh. you know yeah. it's hard to it's hard and that's in a different environment and I I think it was uh it was either Matt Buttermore their coach or Olivia Curry their setter was talking about how the the wind changes really threw them off well mm-hmm. Nebraska plays beach volleyball so right. they are used to that I didn't even comprehend mm-hmm. how that would be such a like a pro in Nebraska's right that's true I didn't even think about that it kind of reminds me of when they do the um, like the basketball games on the aircraft carriers mm-hmm. where it's like a completely different environment or when they first started doing the national championship game, basketball games and like football arenas. And yeah. it's like, it completely throws off everything. So that, yeah, that wind and then Nebraska having that edge of playing beach volleyball, that's huge. Yeah. And that like didn't Not click like they needed her, but you know, well, like, <laughs> cause they're super talented. They're Not super that talented. UNO isn't good enough, but no, you know, no, no, but like that definitely, like I didn't click in my head, like, Oh, most, like not most. Cause they started freshmen, mm-hmm. but like, <laughs> but a lot of those players mm-hmm. have been setting mm-hmm. and playing with wind mm-hmm. half the year. Right. Didn't click in my head. Mm-hmm. Definitely was like, Oh, duh moment for right. me. <laughs> um, but yeah, Nebraska, Really good. Omaha, really good. Mm-hmm. The other in-state team, Creighton, also really, 
really good. Yes. And they're off to a two and one start, including a win over Purdue, which is ranked. Which is ranked and still ranked after that mm-hmm. loss. They did tumble. Purdue was 16. Creighton mm-hmm. was 18. So Purdue tumbled down to 25. Creighton was at 18, went down to 20 after losing to Duke. Right. Um, for still. anyone wanting to follow that. <laughs> I want to. Yes. And also you should see Josie's hand motions while doing it. I, we need like a ticker uh, type thing, you know, like a train schedule where that like I know, rolls I, over. <laughs> I talk with my hands. No, I love it. I make a lot of nonverbal gestures that I then have to be like, oh, I have to talk. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a thing. But yeah, Creighton, they have a big week coming up too. They oh play goodness. Nebraska. <laughs> yep. Yep. First ball state, then LSU, which, you know, aren't going to be cupcake games. No. Um, but, but then, yes. But then, yeah. I mean, they have you and I. Uh-huh. I, I could see LSU being a bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Ball State and uh, you and, you I, and I, they are should be. They should be able to handle those. I'm not saying they're going to be sweeps, but right. I, I think that you should reasonably. You can expect them to come out the win. Right. Nebraska. They have never beaten Nebraska mm. in their annual series. Mm. They did play them really hard last year when they were at the CHI. They always play them yeah. so hard. It's just like the Omaha game. They just like they don't have that little edge mm-hmm. at the end of long rallies to like really pull it out. They, yeah. They, I don't know what they need mm-hmm. actually. They're really good. Right. Right. Um, people say they like get in their way. I don't know if that's necessarily it. I think it's just they're up against a really elite team. Ex- yeah. With a really good defense. Oh my goodness. The. Sorry, just watching them play because, you know, I'm in the arena. I'm fifth or sixth row or whatever. Mm -hmm. The balls they could dig that you didn't expect them to get to. The speed getting to the balls that might have been a shanked pass, but they still kept in play. It's just elite. Yeah, there's there's nothing like it. And, I mean, you got to wonder what's going to make Nebraska nervous this season after that. Right. Wisconsin. The answer is Wisconsin. I know what the answer is. Yes, Um, yes. But even still... Probably not as nervous as they have been in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, you were, I mean, they started four, five freshmen. I can't, I think it was four. I think it was four, yeah. Um, yeah, four. Um, <laughs> just counting on my no. fingers. Um, so they started four freshmen. Those, those, they have never played Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. That could mm-hmm. be a huge That benefit. is true. That is true. Huh. But yeah. Anyway, it's going to be a fun one. Creighton is also taking on UNO next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be a fun matchup, I think. And then Iowa State, who has received votes. So, you know, it'll be, whew. And in better news, <laughs> all of those in-state games will be on TV and not a Flow Sports. Yay! So Nebraska and Creighton will be on the Big Ten Network, mm-hmm. which, I mean, a lot of people already have because they're Nebraska fans. Right. Um, and then Omaha's game will be on Nebraska Public Media. Which is fantastic. So You can get that with an antenna. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a little bit of high school volleyball. Um, obviously, we're pretty heavy on our... Huskers and our Supernovas and our other colleges. Um, but right now, uh, they're about five games into the season for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so Class A, Lincoln Southwest and Lincoln North Star leading in points. Um, class B, sorry, I my notes were hard to read. Class B shouldn't be a shocker to anyone. Um, Omaha, Scott, 
is leading in points. A time. <laughs> With Bennington and Scott's Bluff uh, chasing after them. C1, we got Battle Creek and Syracuse. C2, Lincoln Lutheran and West Holt. D1, BDS is leading and tied with Diller Odell. So, uh, yeah. Great. And then D2, Overton and Meriden uh, are leading that division. And uh, I just have one quick, because, you know, I'm a Mercy Homer. For sure. Um, but I have a couple quick notes. Uh, I have to give a shout out to Sydney Molesker from Mercy. Um, she was our high point scorer and team MVP for track. Mm-hmm. But she is also right now ranked fourth in the state in aces. Which that's all classes, that's so a that's good pretty stat. impressive. <laughs> um, and then another Mercy girl, Lydia Boyce, is currently sixth in digs, and again, that's all classes. So small school, but putting up some numbers, and that's good. Yes, nice to see. I will say um, top ten right now from Mike Patterson here at Omaha World Herald is uh, Papio South number one. Ooh, yes, that. Not entirely unexpected. They no. are defending champs. Sure. Um, then Scott is number two. Yes. Again, <laughs> not too much of a surprise. And then Lincoln Southwest. Um, and then Papio um, and Gretna rounds out that top five. Lincoln Lutheran, to my knowledge, is still undefeated after going completely undefeated last season. Um, so that is Class yeah. C2. Mm-hmm. Um, so always keep your eye on them because last year they cracked the top ten. And they're on potential track to do that again. <laughs> that is fantastic. You love to see it, right? Love to see it. Um, but I think that's pretty much all we have for this week. Um, unless you can think of something. Uh, just a quick update on softball. Oh, high school right. softball. Um, on our volleyball episode. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. We're going we're gonna to squeeze in some softball really quick. It's important. Um, you know, a couple teams are basically like between eight to like 12 games in, mm-hmm. which is pretty impressive. Um, so just want to do points leaders because if we go through rankings and all that, it will take a long time. But points leaders for Class A, we've got Gretna and Millard West are pretty close to each other. Class B, Seward and Blair are separated by less than a point. Um, and Class C, Ashland Greenwood and Bishop Newwin are leading away. And um, in the Bennington Mercy game, yes, another Mercy note, um, this <laughs> week it was also their alumni game. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was really interesting, but uh, the starting... Um, shortstop for Mercy, Adrian Press. Uh, she actually was catching the ceremonial first pitch, which was thrown out by her mom, who was also a starting shortstop at Mercy back when they went on their big run to state. Um, so I just thought that was really cool. And I know I would love to hear stories from people who are competing for the same schools or teams that their moms or sisters or best friends, you know, just stuff like that. I think that's really neat and kind of mm-hmm. shows um, just the importance of sports in girls' lives. I would agree. So if you have anything, listeners, that you want us to bring up, let us know. Mm -hmm. You can find our emails pretty simply by Googling us. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, tweet at us, anything. Yeah, we'll see it. That'd be great. We'll talk about it. We'll have more of other sports, including cross-country, coming up. Obviously more Supernova stuff. Obviously more volleyball in general. This is a volleyball state. Um... (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.